Let the dragon consume Episode 63 of the Bird Watchers. I'm your host, Ryan. In this episode, we're talking about the 2019 Overwatch Shanghai Invitational Finals. So what's up? I'm back. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I want Overwatch League to be back. You know, finally we've had an event that's, you know, reminiscent of that standard play of Overwatch. We have actual teams playing each other in this invitational. Um, there has been some pro pugs going on. And I kind of thought about trying to cover some of those, uh, but they were so frequent and I was trying to figure out like who was playing and what. And, there, you know, although there are former pros, there are contenders players, there are actual pros that are playing those those pro pugs. There's not really straightforward strategies. I don't think there was much to cover there, although I'm happy it's happening. Um, I wish that patch that everybody's waiting for would just come out already. There's plenty of uh, rumors and speculations and leaks going on right now. Um, that has Reddit on fire, but you know that, that's that's nothing new. Um, Blizzard speed when it comes to releasing patches is always in question. Uh, but that aside, you know I, the Shanghai Invitational happened recently, and that's what we're going to end up talking about. So I, I know the episodes have been a little more scattered than usual. That's just holidays, right? I've been doing the vacation thing, the family thing, uh, bouncing around, and then as usual, there's not as many games, but. You know, I kind of am questioning where season three contenders went. Um, I think it's a case with the gauntlet this year and how they handled this year's schedule. I mean, we're most likely not getting one uh, since the leaks that have come out have been related to season one of 2020. Um, so I know that, you know, Overwatch and Blizzard experiments greatly with the scheduling, um, as we can tell by like next year, how teams will be playing on the weekends now. And the traveling's happening, happening. So it could be we're not getting a season three. So you know that's unfortunate. Less games to watch, but we did get this. So let's just let's talk about what was the Shanghai uh, Masters Invitational here. So essentially, it took place in Shanghai, and four teams were invited. The four Chinese teams of the league. So that's the Dragons, Hunters, Charge, and Spark. And then they put them in this mini bracket to play against each other. Um, in the current current patch with their current rosters. So we got to see a couple of the new pickups um, show their stuff here inside this. You know, obviously they haven't been with the team long since signings just kind of ended. And I think there's an off season where you can still pick up people. But the official big signings have been done um, before before the season begins. So this is cool, cool to kind of see, okay, well, how is Fleta going to function on this new team kind of thing, right? And get a little glimpse. Uh, it's for fans, right? It's just an invitational. So it's cool that that Blizzard's allowing this to happen because I know they're super strict with uh, allowing these side tournaments and they have to go jump through hoops to get them done. So it's cool we have this. So the bracket we started out with here was you immediately start with semifinals, right? You only have four teams participating. And we started with the Spark versus Dragons and then Hunters versus Charge. Um, in the semifinals, you had Dragons beating out Spark 3-0. 
and then the Hunters beating out Charge 3-0. And then we go to our finals, which is best of seven between the Dragons and Hunters. So that's what we're going to get into now and just kind of talk about how that match went. So starting off with the new players that have joined these teams, right? So Dragons picked up Envy, Izayaki, Fleta, Lip, or LIP. I'm not sure. I'm going to call him Lip. Uh, Void, Stand 1, which we know Stand 1 is a grinder um, from Contenders, and Lee Jagong. And then we have for the Hunters, only two new players, which is Jakarin and Leave. Finally, Leave is in the league. <laughs> um, I think a lot of that had to do with age because he just turned 18. And this game is played on the Shield meta patch. So we don't have the new patch, which would have been cool to have the debut of some teams playing on that. But unfortunately, that's not what we got. So we started with control as usual. And this is first to seven, uh, once again. So first team to win four takes it. So we start with Li Zhang Tower. And dragons look good here, right? Um, we're on command center. Hunters do get initial control. And Leave starts going off from the get-go. Uh, we get to see him on Reaper here. And that's kind of expected. Uh, he's a great player. And it's great to see, finally see him in the league. Um, dragons are able to flip the point and hold out due to great team effort just all around. So Leave is doing great. A couple other people are doing great uh, on the Hunters. But the whole Dragons team is just playing uh, very coordinated. And they're they're making some good plays here. And it shows. It allows them to take this uh, round. This takes us to Gardens next. And Dragons essentially in complete control from beginning here. Uh, Hunters do put up a fight for about 60% of the point. But this round ends up going in the Dragons' favor. So Dragons take this map and start off the series 1-0. This takes us to Hanamura next. And this is a long one. So we start with Hunters on attack. Hunters start with Doomfist Reaper, that DPS combo, which leads to some quick kills and a fast point one. Uh, they keep that momentum to point two and quickly cap with about 435 remaining on the clock. So good performance there. And then we go to Dragons on attack. And Dragons go next and they have an equally impressive attempt. Uh, finishing both points with 11 more seconds on the clock than the Hunters. So Hunters did did well, and then Dragons did great. <laughs> so this takes us to round two on Hanamura, which isn't you know surprising um, on this map. Hunters have less time, so they attack first, and they face the challenges on point one on, on both points, which results in them capping both with both points with only about only about they have zero time remaining on the clock, but they do get both points capped. Um, there's an extended spectator view of leave on tracer on this second point, which I suggest you go watch because it's insane. It's probably about, it's an encounter that takes close to about a full minute of just back and forth and, you know, the spawns coming through and watching his decision-making and him playing tracer and his movement and the accuracy and all of it is very impressive to see. Um, we know his, his hero pool is huge. Uh, but to see him play these different heroes uh, in different styles is kind of cool as well. It reminds me of when the first time I kind of sat down and watched Sinatra play Doomfist because it's sort of different from any other Doomfist you see in the league. He's very methodical, and and, and to see these long, drawn-out spectator views of it is is, is a cool uh, viewpoint uh, to, to, to see a character be played. So check that out. Uh, Dragons go next. And they cap both points with plenty of time for a round three attempt. So once again, Dragons just outdoing Hunters here. So in round three, Dragons are the only one that get only ones that get the attempt. 
because they have time. Hunters do not. Uh, and they eventually are able to win the main fight and cap point one and take the map. Uh, this is my match of the map or my map of the match. I got that mixed up. And dragons are 2-0 now in this series. So this takes us to Hollywood. And it kind of dies down here. It's not like from this point forward, it's not as exciting. We do get Fleta subbing in for Ding here, uh, which is which is cool because we finally get to see Fleta on the dragons and see how this plays out. And dragons have a full roster now, so that's that's something new uh, and a full and they're all dangerous. Like it's 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 a a lot of good players, a lot of good players now. So it's it's good to see them kind of that big turnaround. We know how they started off um, in season one. But yeah, Hunters start on attack here on Hollywood. Uh, hunters make it through point one and two in standard time, but Dragons kind of put their foot down on point three and prevent them from full capping. They get close, but uh, no dice. And then Dragons go on attack next, and they kind of cruise through all points without much trouble. And this results in a full cap uh, and a 3-1, a 3-0, sorry, so far in the series. And takes them to match point, which is Route 66. So now we have DM coming in for Lip. And Hunters starting on attack. So Hunters starting on attack. We get to see some dive as Hunters start off uh, with Hammond, Diva, Tracer, Genji, Lucio, Moira. So we get to see Genji, right? He's kind of been kind of been ghost due to the meta over the year. Um, and one thing I can say about this match is this is my second map of the match. I got it right that time. Um, mainly because of all the comps we get to see here. Uh, so we get to see this dive comp here. After a quick point one, both teams end up going to Sombra Dive. So they make a little bit of a switch. And it's hectic uh, from this point forward because I don't know if you've ever watched, you know, if you've only been listening this year or watching games this year, you didn't get to see much dive, right? So when you have two teams diving each other, it's a lot of engaging and disengaging. And if, you know, the teams are able to draw these fights out, you get very extended, hectic looking fights because everyone's trying to get a pick on each other, but you're using the same strategy. Um, so the fights get real drawn out. Uh, both teams are continuously doing this, engaging and disengaging um, to try to get these picks. Uh, the Hunters do get super close to point three, but they can't cap once again. Um, so this is you know reminiscent of Hollywood. And then Dragons go on attack, and we get to see double sniper uh, from both teams. And you know this is a fun match to watch because of this. These, these comps we didn't get to see much of during the season. And Leave can play anything, right? But DM's Widow is well known. We know the Carpe Diem, um, you know, that combination and that Widow battle and all yeah. Legendary Widows, essentially, so far in the league. So, you know, his Widow is a known quantity. So he's able to get on fire and able to take control of those sight lines, which leads Dragons to capping point one. And then Hunters decide to swap back to that somber dive to try to disrupt DM's Widow, but he swaps the Reaper and continues that rampage. The Dragons then maintain control of this map from that point forward, and they full cap, and they take the whole match 4-0. So that's it. it was, it's pretty quick. Um, Dragons very dominant. Uh, they look very strong. Uh, naturally, we haven't got to see a lot of other teams play yet with their new full rosters, um, but Dragons look, look promising here for next season. Uh, they have a lot of tools to work with, so it's up to them to use them to the best of their abilities. Um, leave that that dude. It's you know it's great to see him here because his his character pool is massive, and most of them are very dangerous. Like it, it's it, like I said, it, it go back and watch it. Even though I kind of gave you a brief overview, go back and watch it because it's fun to watch. The, the specters do spend a lot of time on him. He's definitely the focal point of this invitational. Um, 
to see how he's adjusting. And it's just like night and day. It's like drinking water to him. So, okay. So uh, pretty much after that, uh, two things I want to kind of mention are the overall performance. Like I said, dragons look great. Hunters didn't pick up many players yet. Maybe they have some, some slated to come on. I know they're one of the teams that have the most flexible players, so they can put a lot of the, their current roster on different um, different things. Aleve is a huge pickup, so now you have something to go with Jinmu. You know, they were playing around a lot with pairing Jinmu with other DPS last year. They were struggling, so now they have that fit, so that's cool to see. Um, another thing I want to talk about is the Chinese production value. Uh, probably no surprise, very well done. Um, and kind of s- setting a bar for, you know, other teams as these homestands start. Uh, I'm kind of confident that most teams will have a baseline of production. I, I-, I can't help but, but be uh, cynical <laughs> that there will be a Reddit post that's following all the different homestands and ranking. You know, there'll be power rankings of best homestands. You know what? I should probably do that. I might do that. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the production value is cool, cool to see, um, teams kind of give it their all. And I do know, and I have heard that Blizzard is a stickler for high production value. They're not letting, you know, teams get away with, Hey, show up to some dude's apartment and we'll plug in (laughs) and everybody can watch it on the TV, um, while they play on laptops. Like that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. There's going to be a baseline and you don't meet that baseline or probably like fines or such, you know, you know how organizations can get. But outside of that, I want to say that the uh, podcast is now also available on Google Play. So if that's somewhere you'd rather listen to it, it took me a while to get it on there. I don't know why. I can't I have no excuses there. Um, but now it's there. So we have most places. And I, I think I did also mention that it's on Deezer as well, which is more popular um, in Europe. But as always, you can reach me at Gmail at the Birdwatchers Podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at Podcast TBW. That's where I'm active. Reddit, the Birdwatchers Podcast. You'll see me posting there. And on YouTube, if that's how you prefer to listen to it, um, you can listen to it there if you have premium. Uh, the Bird Watchers. So, as usual, you know, like, um, subscribe, you know, tell one friend about the podcast if you, if they want to get into, you know, more, uh, competitive play in the competitive scene and understand it more or just you know leave a review one sentence is all that matters you know uh that that will give me a great idea of what you guys think um that that, that's great feedback but outside of that you know as usual thank you for listening and i will catch you all in a little bit i have destroyed more of your kind than i can count Reward for bringing you fellas.